0: You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. So the eighth Sunday in ordinary time before Lent doesn't happen very often. Usually we begin Lent after the sixth or the seventh Sunday of ordinary time, but about every five years or so, we get a late start, and when combined with the three cycles of the readings, the readings that we have today are quite rare as they occur about only every 13 years or so. So if you don't remember them, don't worry, it's not Alzheimer's. But when I reflected on the readings that we have today, there was a sense of adventure that stuck out in my mind. But perhaps even more so was the preparation for the adventure that was the focus. For those of us who like to tramp, now, it's not what you think, but that's a New Zealand word for hiking. When we put together a backpack, we try to be prepared for the weather, which is ever-changing, for hunger and for the inevitable blisters that pop up through the trip. But in preparing for these things, the overall concern in our backpack is weight. Weight is the enemy of the tramper. Weight makes those long uphills even longer, and it can throw off the balance on those steep downhills if the pack shifts from one side to the other. And there's no place to dump what has been brought along. What goes in comes out. So it's with us all the time. And that's why it's all about the weight. So, here on this final Sunday before Ash Wednesday, before we begin our Linton trap, if you will, a few thoughts we may have begun contemplating our Lenten traditions, self-denial, devotional activities such as Stations of the Cross or charitable giving opportunities like the CDA, and hopefully planning for some time in silence to listen more attentively to the Lord's word and his quiet voice calling us, to risk in his love. We Catholics, we do it every year. It's ingrained in our Catholic culture when we ask or are asked, what are you giving up for Lent? And suggestions abound. It all may seem a bit of overkill, especially considering what we've been through since the last Lenten journey. There's the ever-present pandemic and many of us have been sick or we've experienced friends or relatives who have been sick or maybe even died. There's that ever-present political turmoil in the world that is taking its toll, not only on our nation, but on others as well. And probably the 401k has declined a bit over the last year. There's job insecurity for many people. And there's family problems. And the list could go on of the things that we've had to suffer through since the last lens. So the question then is, do we really need more penance given all that we have suffered? Isn't living life in this day and age enough suffering? Well, Perhaps a bit of clarification would be good. During Lent, we're asked for penance. And penance is not an expiation or a self-imposed punishment. It's not like suddenly doing your chores at home in the hopes that mom and dad will go easy when they find out that the car has a new dent in it. I know this. I tried that. It didn't work. But it's not like some sports team imposing post-season bans on themselves in their hope that some governing board doesn't punish them even further. It's not like putting a dollar into the jar for every swear word that is uttered. Rather, our English word for penance comes from a Latin word, the verb, which means to convert. It's all about conversion is our penance. It's about making space for God in our noisy, busy, and sometimes difficult journey up the mountain that we call life. St. Paul's words in our second reading tell us why penance matters. About 25 years after Christ's death and resurrection, St. Paul instructed the Corinthian Christians, to be firm, steadfast, and always devoted to the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord our work is not in vain. Note the three commands, be firm, be steadfast, and be always fully devoted. St. Paul knew of what he spoke. He suffered all kinds of indignities as he traveled the Mediterranean world, bringing the gospel to new lands and starting new communities of faith. He listed imprisonments, riots, shipwrecks, beatings, exposure to the elements, and others. And he did so willingly because... He recognized something better than what the world had to offer. Paul would declare to the Romans that the sufferings of this present time are as nothing compared to the glory to be revealed for us. It's that way for those of us who like to go into the wilderness. The hard work and physical exhaustion of getting there pays off in some way. A beautiful view, a peaceful sitting, or maybe a sense of accomplishment for getting through it. But there's always an acknowledgement that somehow we've grown a bit on that journey. St. Paul's three instructions Firmness, fervor, and faithfulness are no less relevant to us today than they were when he wrote all of those things in his letters. They give us a roadmap for our journey in this world of excess. Excess food, excess drink, excess entertainment, news, text messages, YouTube videos, and Everything else that consumes our time and dulls our senses need to be muted in order to hear God's voice so that we can respond firmly, steadfastly, and devotedly to Him, the one truth that never wavers. This is the time to become that good tree that bears lasting fruit. Over the next few days before Ash Wednesday, we're invited to prepare our backpack, so to speak, for this 40-day Lenten journey. Let us not put any more stuff in it than we need. And what goes in should be light in weight, so as to not be a burden. But even more to the point, what can we leave behind during this Lenten trek? What is it, then, that we leave behind so that we can run to that glory of the empty tomb? on Easter Sunday. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.